Hey there, I'm Ashley Bullington, and you're watching The Fifth Quarter, our Friday night wrap-up show where we bring you scores and updates from around the Houston area. And it was a great week three tonight. Several games came down to the wire, comeback victories, awesome storylines from around the greater Houston area. We're going to kick off the night with Westfield versus North Shore. Westfield only allowed two points up until tonight and North Shore had a thrilling come from behind victory to pull it out 24 to 21. They were down 14 to 7 at halftime. They cut the lead to 14 to 13 on a Hagen touchdown with 308 left in the third quarter. In the fourth, Westfield scored once again to make it 21 to 13 and then a comeback victory for North Shore. They win this game 24 to 21 for the night. Up next, Dickinson beats Dawson 42 to 24. Dickinson needed to see if they could bounce back after that tough loss last week against Allen up in the Metroplex. We're gonna go to 5A next, a Leaf Elsick and Shadow Creek. Shadow Creek has rolled over teams all season. They've allowed, up to this point, only allowed 14 points. And tonight, they beat a Leaf Elsick 63 to 7. That means their average, the average points that their team is letting a game is seven. That's one touchdown. And they're scoring well, well over 50 points a game. It's absolutely amazing to see how well those two teams are playing. Up next, we have Tomball Memorial versus Cy Woods. That game came down to the wire once again you know we've had so many games that came down to the last few seconds this one literally came down to the last six seconds of the game tomba memorial and cy woods and the war of the wildcats were tied 28 to 28. cy woods kicks a field goal to put them up 31 to 28 with six seconds left in the game and their defense would shut down the offensive the offensive attack for Tom Bomb Memorial to win this one 31 to 21 in the war of the Wildcats another great game another team that we want to talk about is Spring versus Travis this one it looked like Spring was going to take this game from Travis but no the Travis Tigers are on fire. They are almost unstoppable. You can never count them out. And in the fourth quarter of this game, they had three unanswered touchdowns. They scored three, they scored over 20 points in the fourth quarter alone to bring this one and beat the Lions 53 to 49. Amazing, amazing night around Houston. And when we come back, we're going to have more scores and updates as we talk to producer Robert Sheik and Inside High School Sports insider Matt Harris about everything that's gone on tonight around the greater Houston area. I'm Ashley Bullington, and we'll be right back. Don't forget to catch our extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm-Up, presented by your local Houston area GEICO agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets. And we're back with the fifth quarter, and I have on the phone Inside High School Sports Insider Matt Harris. Matt, week three, another huge week of high school football in the greater Houston area. What are some of your thoughts on the night? Uh, I think that one of the big things that we're going to see this year and that we're going to talk a lot about, uh, talk 
a lot about on the fifth quarter this year is uh, North Shore, obviously. They went out and they won against Spring Westfield 24-21 tonight. And I think that a lot of people had really, really high expectations for North Shore. They came out, made a couple mistakes tonight. They came from eight points down in the final two minutes to win this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, North Shore just feels like a team that, yeah, obviously they're a really good team in Houston. And any any other year would say, yeah, that's a really good team. But it, it just feels a little bit off for maybe our expectations because this was supposed to be one of the top teams in the nation. And not only that, but Westfield is really good this year. I mean, they've only they only allowed two points before that game or before tonight's game. I mean, they shut out Lamar, and then last week had another really good game. Um, so for North Shore to not only have a comeback win, but to not really play to our expectations, but Westfield to really keep it keep them um, in a corner per se. Uh, you know, that says something about the Westfield team that we have down there down down here. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think that Westfield is no doubt a team to watch. They're they're almost always one of the top teams in the area, uh, and I think that it's very impressive. and says a lot about them that they can go out and play North Shore within three points, and obviously that's some stuff where they had some kicking mistakes at the end of the game that might have cost them that one a little bit. But uh, Spring Westfield is no doubt a team to look out for down the road. Um, so our game of the week is Klein, Klein Oak. Um, so what were you seeing from that game, um, the Battle of the Kleins? Per the Kleins, that was a really good pun that we had in the warm-up this week. Um, so what were we seeing from that game between Klein and Klein Oak? The biggest thing I noticed with that, it was, it was a lot of back and forth. Uh, both of those programs are, are pretty good teams, and it, it was it was a back-and-forth game all night. Klein wound up uh, pulling that one out 31-28 despite trailing most of the game. But th- those are both teams that are kind of, you know, you've got like, well, you know, I mean, two teams we just mentioned, North Shore and uh, Spring Westfield kind of at the at the and you know teams like Katie Tascasita that come to mind that are at the top of Houston but maybe in that kind of that B list is a lot of those client schools that I think are uh, really good not not teams that don't necessarily make a run to the state championship or fourth or fifth round but no doubt are capable of winning a playoff game or two and maybe getting to the third round. Uh, you know that game ended 31 to 28. Another game that ended 31 to 28 was tonight in the War of the Wildcats as Cy Woods beat Tomball Memorial. Um, this was a tough game all around. But what does it say about these two schools and for Cy Woods as they take a really good win tonight against Tomball Memorial? Yeah, Tomball Memorial's uh, another pretty good team that's kind of in that you know B class of teams where it's not your your North Shores or Katie's of the area, but um, you know, you look at Cy Woods, they play in a district with, I mean, a ton of Cypher schools, but, you know, guys like our teams like Cy Fair are at the top that you think of Cy Fair, Cy Ranch that are, you know, at the very bottom, I think of that kind of A-list grouping of teams in the Houston area. And they come out and, and beat a good Tom Ball Memorial team tonight in another game that was back and forth for most of the night. So that's impressive for Cy Woods to stand out a little bit in that district behind uh, Cy Fair and Cy Ranch. Um, another game I want to talk about that you've gotten to see the final score of uh, 70, over 70 points in this game. Atascacita beats Kingwood. Um, you know, that's a good that's a good bounce back for Atascacita as last week they play Katie and they kind of get spanked um, after having a phenomenal opening game when, uh, beating a team and scoring 69 points. Um, so what do we see from Atascacita this week? Uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, they're they're a better team than Kingwood. Uh, not not to rag on Kingwood at all, but 
Atascacita is one of the top probably three or four teams in the Houston area. And I think it says a lot about not to just keep bringing up Katie, but it might, it, I think it says a lot about how good Katie is when they can go out and beat Atascacita by four. I think they beat him by 42 points mm-hmm. and Atascacita scored, uh, I think was 69 against Katie Taylor in week one and over 70 this week. Um, the, the fact that Atascacita has gone out there and absolutely waxed two teams and, and got beat so handily by Katie, I think that, that that's a big statement for Katie. And honestly, uh, in, in my opinion, more impressive than Katie's win over North Shore was the, the way they beat Atascacita last week. And talking about Katie, last question before we wrap this segment up. Katie just looks to be on another level in the greater Houston area. What do you think this Katie team, now that we're a couple of weeks in, do you want to put them as one of your favorites to win state this year? I think that I would. Um, I, I, I think a big thing to watch, a, a big storyline to watch with that is tomorrow Duncanville will play, um, I think it's St. John's Prep, something like that from the Maryland area, mm-hmm. uh, Maryland, D.C. area. St. John's Prep is a top 10 team in the nation. Duncanville is also a top 10 team in the nation, and that's likely who Katie's going to get when they would get to that state level. But before that, they've got to go through a lot of talent in Houston. They obviously just beat the brakes off of Atascacita, and they they went on the road to beat North Shore as well. So I think a big storyline to watch is obviously that potential third-round rematch with North Shore, especially if North Shore can get Zach Evans going again and get Shattered Biggs back healthy. Uh, that'll be a big game, but if they can get past that, I think that Katie would be my state champion, my, my favorites for 6A Division One state champions, yes. Awesome, Matt. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the fifth quarter. We'll be right back. Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products. And we're back with the fifth quarter, and we have Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports producer on the phone with us, Robert Sheik. Robert, week three. It looks like this is maybe the biggest week we've had so far. We thought week one was big. We thought week two was big. But week three has been absolutely amazing at at the end of it all. Um, We'll start with Travis, who had a crazy comeback win, scoring three unanswered touchdowns in the fourth quarter to beat Spring. What were you, What are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, well, you know, Friday the 13th under a full moon, I guess we should have expected uh, a night like this to happen. And it certainly, you know, the werewolves were out. Uh, <laughs> it seems like all across the Houston area Friday night. Uh, what a comeback by the Fort Ben Travis Tigers quarterback Eric Rodriguez seven total touchdowns tonight five passing and then two more on the ground including well not including but to set up the final touchdown he takes it I believe 51 yards on a quarterback draw play to get it deep down into spring territory yeah there's something about this Fort Ben Travis team that, that it just seems to be like that special magical team this it's this this travis team has looked really good now uh each of the first three weeks of the season big wins over foster last week and now spring this week yeah this is definitely a team to keep your eye on uh that quarterback receiver combination of eric rodriguez to parker washington seems pretty unstoppable right about now 
So Travis is now 3-0 on the season. Another big game, which was also our game of the week that people are going to see highlights tomorrow on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports for is Klein versus Klein Oak. Uh, Incline to say that they're going to that the highlights are going to be on Inside High School Sports in the morning. Ha ha, punny punny. <laughs> um, but what were we seeing in this climb? The battle of the Kleins. Yeah, it's first of all Klein Oak. Uh, a lot of respect to that quarterback receiver duo, Montrell Bolton to Dwight McLaughlin Jr. Three times last night for touchdowns. McLaughlin, one of the top um, recruits, not only in the area, but in the state. And he's just a big, tall receiver that nobody can really seem to cover. And Bolton was just kind of throwing the ball up for McLaughlin in the end zone last night. And Klein couldn't seem to stop it. He had three touchdowns, but what moxie by the Klein Bearcats and quarterback Bryce Corston to just keep punching the ball down the field and grinding it down the field. And the Bearcats really seemed to grind that one out last night. Uh, a very big win in a district that is, is ultra, ultra competitive. Maybe the best 6A district um, in the region. 15-6A. And, boy, you know, Klein Oak, I think, was, was maybe thinking, well, maybe we can upset the apple cart this season and, you know, maybe take 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 it away from the perennial powers, the Woodlands and Klein Collins. I don't know that Klein Oak was thinking that the Panthers would get knocked off by Klein last night. And, you know, Klein last year had to battle and win the last week just to get into the playoffs uh, and ended up going a couple rounds deep, I believe. But... Uh, you know, this this time around, what a what a way to start district play for Klein. You know, taking out your your crosstown rival like that, 30-31-28, uh, with a late fourth quarter touchdown drive to to you know put that game away. Pretty pretty impressive stuff by Klein last night. And another one that was thirty one to twenty eight that came down to the very last seconds was uh, Tom Ball Memorial versus Cy Woods. How amazing of a game was that? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, and I, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten to uh, see a whole lot of that one yet, um, of the highlights of that that one yet, but Cy Woods just kept finding ways to, to get down. You know, first of all, the incredible resilience by that Cy Woods ball club. You start the year 0-2 after a couple of losses to really good non-district opponents, and then now you're in your district opener against a Tom Ball Memorial team that, that looks to be one of the top teams in the district, you know, along with Cy Woods and Cy Ranch. You know, it could have been easy for those Cy Woods kids to get down after a couple of losses, but but give them credit for battling back and, you know, kind of, I'm not going to say control the whole game because it was obviously tight all the way, but yeah. Cy Woods led for much of the game. It was either tied or Cy Woods leading for much of the game. Tom Ball Memorial kind of kept finding ways to answer to, to – to to get back, you know, to tie the game back up. Um, but Cy Woods able to go down and get a last-second field goal to win that game, 31-28. Uh, and, you know, again, j- just like that Klein situation, what a, what a great way to start district play. You know, you know it's going to be a battle. You're just trying to find wins to, to get, you know, to earn a playoff spot. And you know these these types of games are, are going to be battles. And if you can, you know, notch one of those on your belt 
uh, in the district opener. That's a huge, huge win for that club. And another battle that we had in the greater Houston area was Westfield versus North Shore tonight as uh, North Shore pulled a come from behind victory. Um, but that's the, but let's talk about this game a little bit, kind of break it down and also talk about the fact that Westfield tonight let more points than they've had all season. Yeah, the, the Westfield defense, I, you know, obviously I think we kind of expected that um, the Westfield defense had, had, hadn't given up a touchdown all season. It only given up two points, you know, and that's obviously not the defense giving up two points. Uh, so you knew, you know, you knew this Westfield defense was really, really good. And we were going to kind of all get to see just how good this defense is taking on a North Shore team that, you know, has, has been there and proven just how good it is, the defending 6 eight state champions, obviously. Um, and give Westfield credit for looking really impressive all night, but, you know, North Shore kind of showed that heart of a champion and, and battled back, and, you know, it's, you know, you can't say, well, it's a non-district game and we have some guys out, you know, does this game really matter? But you, 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 could, you could definitely see the emotion of the North Shore kids at the end of that game. They were fired up uh, when the game-winning field goal, you know, when the referee threw his arms up, that it, that, that it was good. You could see the emotion from the North Shore kids just fired up to – and those kids are probably playing with quite a bit of pressure right now. They are expected – you know, it's it, the expectation level on that team right now is – I can't even imagine what it would be like, to be honest, to be uh, an 18-year-old kid in that in that spot where your entire community just expects you to walk walk through and go win a state championship. All of a sudden, you lose your first game, and now you're trailing in your third game. You know that's that's very difficult for for young kids to handle, and they, and the North Shore kids showed that resiliency and were able to battle back and, and win a wild one. And now North Shore gets into district play and you would think North Shore is able to win that district title um, without too much of a test you know perhaps maybe Beaumont Westbrook um, but you know hats off to Nor North Shore and you know it, it'll be interesting to see <laughs> how all these teams stack up in the postseason obviously nobody's going to want to play Westfield especially after seeing what Westfield almost pulled off tonight I mean, that could have been an amazing win from Westfield uh, to cap off the beginning of a really good season, but both of those teams are now 2-1. and one. Um, You know, it's getting late, and tomorrow morning is a new episode of Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports. What all highlights are we going to be seeing uh, at 8.30 in the morning on KGU 11? Yeah, so obviously we've touched on, uh, you know, three of the four games that we have from tonight. Um, the fourth game we'll have from tonight Lamar Consolidated looked really impressive in a big win over Rosenberg Terry in that Battle of the Bergs out there in, in Rosenberg, big rivalry showdown. Um, and then a few games from last night, obviously the big one was Klein and Klein Oak. Also Cy Ranch looking really impressive in its district opener against Langham Creek. And then a couple of non-district affairs, uh, Katie Morton Ranch looking good in a win over Westside and Elkins looking very dominant in a win over Chavez. Elkins, I believe, was up 28 nothing at halftime in that one. And, um, you know, Elkins, another Fort Bend ISD team like Travis, that's going to be a really fun district to keep an eye on this year. Uh, you know, Ridgepoint, Travis, Elkins, you know, that, that Bush, that, that district could get, uh, could get pretty interesting. Um, 
usually a lot of high-scoring competitive games in that district, and that'll be a fun one to follow all season long. Well, it looks like it's going to be a really fun season altogether, and we're going to have all the highlights on Chevrolet's Inside High School Sports on KGU 11 at 8.30 a.m., hosted by Matt Musel. But that's all we have for tonight's fifth quarter. Thank you, Robert, for joining us, and thank you for watching.